yo, what up, world? Welcome back to another amazing episode of yet another podcast with your boys, Summit and Thunmit. What up, Summit? What up, bro? What's going on, brother? How are you? Chilly, bro. How you doing? I'm good, man. Can't complain. Not a damn complaint in the world. Life is good. That's good. That's Isn't a good that? <laughs> It's a great thing, man. You know, sometimes you just get to that point in your life where you're like, okay, you know what? Things are going smoothly. Like, you know, I'm happy with how things are going. And and I think I'm just in that moment right now. And I'm trying to just like seize it the best I can and just hold on to it. And so, yeah, it's, it's good, man. Can't complain. That's always a good thing. Yeah, man. Always. Um, what did you want to do today, dude? Because there's a lot of shit happening, but it's fucking depressing. Yeah, I was gonna say everything that's happening right now is so negative. Like, I don't know, man. This year has just been. It's only February. It's only like, it's like only fucking a couple days or a few days now, and yeah. you know it just feels like it's been the longest year of my life already. Yeah, man. This coronavirus shit is getting out of hand now and it's starting to scare the shit out of people here in america and like at work this is all people are talking about it's like oh my god this is the death toll now this is how many cases there are and i'm just like fuck me i'm like shit this is goddamn goddamn bat soup <laughs> why the fuck did you have to eat the bats why so my mom actually shared some like conspiracy theory type information with me a little while ago really about coronavirus right so she's like you know i i saw somewhere that um or there was like a news reporting or something like that of about coronavirus in china and the fact that uh they're they're starting to realize that uh, coronavirus is actually uh, a man-made um biological or biochemical no. weapon from by china and you know, President Xi of China uh, comes from this industry. Like he's worked in, like the biomedical industry or something like that, right? And I'm oh, thinking, sure. this is a crazy conspiracy theory. Number one, fuck, yeah. Number two, right? Where did you see this? Yeah, <laughs> what's up? What's up? Hundred percent WhatsApp. <laughs> and then number three, this is something that like I I saw in a random post on Instagram a while ago. I think it was yeah. last week, two weeks ago, something like that. But essentially, somebody wrote a book that was like written 20, 21 years ago, or maybe even older than that, where it, they were predicted that there would be some man-made chemical weapon created for the purpose of potentially contributing to the wipeout of a certain amount of population globally, right? What the fuck? And in that book, in the passage, it actually targets the wuhan district in china as the origination area right really it also said it doesn't call it coronavirus they call it something else yeah. um but it also predicted that it would happen in 2020 get the fuck out oh my and I'm god like, this shit is creepy now either this is photoshopped <laughs> or this is like some real nostradamus shit <laughs> dude that's some fucking creepy shit god damn yo why are humans so evil man i don't understand what is wrong with us why are we so terrible to each other it's crazy man 
Even even the shit that's happening in India is so fucking terrible. I've been watching videos on Instagram. Hindus and Muslims are just going at it in India. Trump is out fucking visiting Modi, hugging the shit out of him, and being all feeling him up. <laughs> yeah, you saw that shit with his fucking hand slipped inside his vest. <laughs> yeah. That was no mistake, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Even when you look at Modi, the way he hugs him, it just looks so weird. Like it just—it <laughs> <laughs> just, oh my god! But these protests and the the violence, uh, the violent clashes is going crazy. So, people that don't know, we're gonna we're not gonna go deep into this because this is not a political podcast. But you know, basically, India introduced. And correct me if I'm wrong, Summit, because you're better at this stuff than I am. But basically, India introduced a new law, a new bill that would require everybody to register, you know, like a national registry, citizenship registry. And they basically said anybody that was a non-Muslim from Pakistan, Afghanistan, Bangladesh, whatever, was protected and had amnesty and that you would be able to file for citizenship or whatever. And then basically it was targeting Muslims. So it was targeting Muslims that come from impoverished backgrounds, Muslims that are coming over as refugees, things like that. And so Muslims in India have been protesting like crazy. And just this week, because I guess Trump was there, the, the freaking protests just turned violent and then muslims started uh, didn't they like burn a mosque down or some shit um there's been a lot going on there's a lot going on there but i saw videos where like just fucking delis on fire i'm saying like it just looked like that like there was just a bunch of so apparently 13 people are dead so far and it's just fucking sad man like all together it's just sad i mean i was reading all this and actually inspired me to 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 create some some work um so watch out like this sounds horrible it sounds very like exploitative but i was just like i i wanted to do something that was kind of like yo fuck people that are trying to create differences fuck people that are prejudiced against other minorities or whatever so i was like yo i'm gonna create some shit on roots gear that's gonna be in in urdu because you know I, I, I want to make sure that I'm showing some sort of solidarity uh, with our Muslim brothers and sisters. And so I'm going to put that out next week, man. But yeah, it's just so sad to look at. Like, honestly, it's so disheartening to see people that live with each other, like live around. These are your neighbors, man. You just go. Yeah. Just it's, it's sad. It's so fucking sad. So much sad shit going on in the world. You know how we re- remember how we started this episode saying we weren't going to talk about sad shit, but here we are yeah. talking about sad shit. No, that's, uh, <laughs> we're we're going to talk about one more thing, and then I have an idea to do something fun because I think everybody needs, you know, everybody needs to lighten up a little bit. Not everybody needs something to just pick them up, uh, you know. So that's what we do. We try to make people happy change people's lives you know (laughs) but the (laughs) last shit i want to bring up is that nasa posted an article where they were like yo we think there's life um underground in the deep caves of mars so they're gonna send a rover i think in the coming years or whatever to mars to go into some of these caves 
that go deep underground in uh, in in in, in at Mars and to see if there's any life and that's fucking cool. So let's be real, all right? Just for a second. <laughs> the US has gotten tired of drilling for oil on Earth. Oh. They're going to drill for oil on Mars. Conspiracy theory. Conspiracy you heard it theory. <laughs> Is this shit coming from your mom's WhatsApp group? No, this is, this is coming from my brain right now. <laughs> It'll soon be in your mom's WhatsApp groups. My mom's yeah. gonna be forwarding me fucking articles on this shit. My mom sometimes sends PDF documents of forwards of like random shit in into my WhatsApp, and I'm just like, why, mom? Now I have this PDF downloaded onto my fucking phone. I, I can't. I can't deal with this storage. Why do you have it downloaded? Uh, I don't know. It, this is back like so before I discovered that I could turn off the auto download, everything uh, used to get downloaded. Now yeah, I'm very yeah. careful. Now I just block my mom on WhatsApp. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> no, nah, I'm kidding. That would be fucking hilarious. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, <laughs> all right. I want to do some fun today. Um I have this idea. Uh, me and Summit talked about this uh, earlier today, and so we think it's going to be fun. Um, do you want to introduce the idea? You came up with the idea, and you want me to introduce it? <laughs> well, well, I want you to be on board and take ownership of it as much as <laughs> this is your podcast, man. I'm just this is our podcast, bro. I'm just a co-host. This is the people's podcast, anyway. <laughs> I'm, I'm assistant to the regional manager. <laughs> Damn, does that make me Michael Scott? Mm-hmm. Okay, Dwight. Yes. <laughs> um, okay, so the idea is that there are a bunch of movies that were recently Oscar-nominated that Thunman and I have either seen or not seen. And so the premise of this is to, for the ones that we have not seen, it is to guess what the movie is about and how it ends. <laughs> okay. okay. Just but based off the title and potentially like, a short clip of like the plot. No, 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 no plot. Just, just the title. <laughs> just the title. Okay, cool. Just the title, and you have to really like use your improv improv skills and build the shit out of this movie that's in your head. Like I, I like it needs to have a beginning, a middle, an end, some sort of climax, some sort of suspense, romance comedy i don't know characters you know like i want you writing the whole damn script right now i don't know but i need you to go deep into this story okay oh that's complicated man <laughs> okay well this is what we do all right we're not doing simple shit <laughs> actually we are though <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna challenge ourselves today i think it's gonna be a fun exercise <coughs> okay, so let's see. i i went and picked out like some of the winners so the biggest winner obviously was parasite now you have you seen parasite i have not okay neither have i neither has trump <laughs> okay so we have to decide which one of us is going to guess the story for that so i picked out parasite 1917 have you seen that i have okay so i'll guess that one because i have not seen it uh i'm writing this down what about irishman have you seen that i've seen most of it i haven't finished it yet okay so i haven't seen that either so that's also going to what about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Never seen it. All right, so that's all. That's gonna be all you. Uh, and then, have you seen that one? 
No, I haven't. But okay. I'll I'll look up like the plot to. So what we'll do is we'll go through our story and then we'll, we'll tell people what the plot is. Just just because it'll be funny to find out what the plot is. Okay. And then the best animated short film was this movie called Hair Love. Have you seen that? I have not. Okay, well that one's yours too. Okay. All <laughs> so... right, cool. So I'm doing three. You're doing how many? Two. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? But I kind of want to do Parasite too, just because. All right, so then do like this. We'll we'll both do Parasite. We'll go one after the other. Okay, good. All oh, right. you know what? We, let's save Parasite for the end, and we can okay. do it, we can build it together. All right, that's fine. How about that? We'll co-improv it. Teamwork makes the Team, dream work. Teamwork makes the dream work. All right, let's do this. Do you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Why don't we start with 1917? So you go first. Okay, 1917. I wish there was like some queued up music here. Can you put it? <laughs> Can you insert some sort of like background music? If not, Bro, whatever. If you have some music in mind, just let it play in your head. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So the movie's called 1917. Okay. I've seen the poster and I know that there's, it's about a war. Okay. Mm -hmm. But I don't know what fucking war was happening in 1970. I'm not good at history. That's all you. You're really good at that stuff. Can okay, I just tell so, you what war it was then or no? No, don't tell me. Tell, okay. tell me the plot <laughs> of the movie though. You should look up the plot. Of the, or if I, could, I could tell you the plot of the story or the movie uh, afterwards from, from memory. Don't worry. Okay, good. All right. So the, <laughs> the movie opens with a young boy. He's, he's American. Okay, he's growing. Mm -hmm. He's growing up in I want to say Michigan, and oh, oh, you have to, oh, do we have to get that specific? <laughs> Listen, this is my story. Okay, it can be as specific or as broad as as I want. Okay, his dad works in the motor industry because it's Michigan, it's Detroit. Everybody's building cars, GM, Ford, all that shit. So he's working in one of those factories. So, mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden. There's the draft, you know, and this boy who's like, I want to say he's 18 because I don't know what the legal age was. So he's 18. He gets drafted into the war. He's a scrawny kid. All right. And he shows great resilience to the point where they're like, hey, we have a special experiment that we want you to be the candidate for because you're so honest and so truthful and you could do no wrong we've we've seen that in your character and so basically they give him this experiment put him in this chamber and then when he comes out he's not scrawny he's like six foot tall he's got really big muscles are, are you describing captain america <laughs> 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 you can't describe another movie for another what what are you doing okay 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 no no it gets better okay it's, you think it's captain america you're watching this the whole time you're like oh my god this is the plot of captain america but it's not okay there's a twist so he Bro, goes at this to point i've already turned the movie off because i think i've already seen it <laughs> So he, he gets to Germany, okay, because he's fighting the Nazis. And then... Okay, 1917, Nazis, got it. 
<laughs> is that is that the wrong time for you? Completely. <laughs> okay, he gets to France. Who are they fighting in 1917? Bro, what war was happening in 1917? World War One. He's fighting the go. Japanese. He gets to Japan. Okay, <laughs> gets to Japan. He's fighting the Japanese people, and the Japanese people capture him. Right, and then they're like, "Oh." You don't seem to be who you who you are. Looks like they've done an experiment on you. <laughs> <laughs> so they do another experiment on him and make him evil. And this time he comes back and starts attacking the Americans. Right? Okay. And and then he ends up in this major battle with this guy who has basically these rings. <laughs> this is a hodgepodge of all the Marvel movies. <laughs> Let's just call him Thanos, okay? <laughs> Just came up with that off the top of your head. That's cool. Uh, it's just, uh, I'm just making up stuff. It's my imagination. So he's fighting Thanos, and Thanos does this, and all of he's a sudden dead. he wakes up, and it was all a dream. And then the song from Biggie, it was all a dream. I used to read <laughs> plays, and then the credits roll. That's it. That's the end of the movie. That's 1917. <laughs> round of applause round of applause for Thumbnail. yes <laughs> yes as far as movies go or as far as that movie goes what's spot on <laughs> <laughs> okay what's it really about all right spoiler alert for those who haven't seen it yet yeah pretty much what the way it happens is there's a so it, it actually is about a, the british army mm-hmm. uh, Takes place obviously in 1917 with World War One, also fighting against the Germans, not the Nazis, but the Germans. And oh, what the hell? I was right, half right, I guess. I, I guess I. Right, I just didn't know what they were called. <clears throat> so t- these two friends, they're on this like they're part of the same battalion. They're partners or whatever. Um, they are tasked with reaching out to another battalion, who. I guess is uh, what's the best way to describe it. So, one of the two guys, his brother, is in this other battalion. They're up ahead, and yeah. they had made plans to attack a certain area at d- dawn the next morning. Right. Okay. The problem is that they were going to be walking into a trap, and so uh, somehow the general got information that that battalion would be walking into the trap. And keep in mind, in 1917, there's no radio communication. There's no like, you know, messenger service in a sense, right? Okay. So they had to send these two guys to the other battalion to give them the news not to attack, to cancel the attack. Oh, so, okay. So the movie itself chronicles the journey from that one battalion troop traveling to the other battalion. And it's done so in, in a way that the entire movie looks like it's shot in one take. Right. Oh fuck! Yeah, it's crazy cool. cool. Okay. So I saw it in theaters. Oh wow! I think I would definitely recommend like seeing it in a different or similar type of setting. Right. 
Okay. Um, but yeah, so pretty much. So not on my phone. So not on your phone <laughs> in the middle of the night. I don't know how to whatever. <laughs> not on my laptop with my laptop speakers. Got it. Yeah. Watch it properly. Um, okay. I don't know if you want me to keep going and spoil the whole movie, but. No, that was good. That's good. That's good. That's a good enough synopsis. I was close. So yeah, very I the, close. <laughs> I got the part right where he was a soldier and that there was a war and Germany. So yeah, most of the details, right? <laughs> all right all right your turn <laughs> okay the name of the movie is once upon a time in hollywood okay all right ready i'm ready so the movie opens as a parent is telling their child a fairy tale story okay okay but he <laughs> decides to put an old, his own twist on the story okay so instead of like once upon a time in a land far, far away, yeah. it's once upon a time in Hollywood. Okay. Okay. And he starts to get into this whole conversation or this whole story about this actor who's struggling to make it in the business. Okay. okay. I like that. And he's struggling so much that he's trying to force himself into auditions he's forcing himself to meet certain people in the industry so that he can be better aligned towards getting a role in, in a new movie that he really wants to be a part of okay like that so he has to lie cheat steal his way Ooh. into the hearts of americans into mm -hmm. the hearts of film producers into yeah. the hearts of other actors directors the entire industry yeah, there's a suspense. But, I like that. Okay. But he has a hidden secret about him. Ooh, okay? suspense. The secret being that he had a different life under a different name somewhere else before that. And he Wait. escaped. What? Okay, keep going. <laughs> and he had to escape and change his name. Motherfucker, you talking about Bobby Love? We just talked about this a few episodes ago. I knew it's not the same. It's not the same. <laughs> you know, I kept going with it, but I wasn't thinking about that. And then I was like, wait, this is sounding exactly like that. <laughs> if you hadn't, you were fine till you start talking about he changed his name, escaped and changed his name. But he killed someone. Oh, there's the there's the drama. Okay. Yeah, that's what I was getting to, but okay. <laughs> it started to sound a little too much like Bobby Love. <laughs> okay, so, so what happens? So what happens? Do, do people find out? So what happens is the place he leaves from, let's say he was in New York before. He killed somebody in New York. He fled mm -hmm. to California and right. decided that he was gonna immerse himself in the film industry, whatever, right? Right. <clears throat> Problem is yeah, he has a family. And he had to take his family with him. Now, okay. they don't know what happened. They just think, hey, my father slash my husband wants to be an actor. So we're yeah. moving to Hollywood. Okay. Right. <clears throat> Clearly, you, I'm thinking about this on the spot because this is like. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. All right. So they make it out to Hollywood. They find a place, some cheap hotel, uh, some not a hotel, but a cheap house uh, okay. or apartment rather in LA. And, you know, we get back to this whole premise of him trying to lie, cheat, and steal his way into the into Hollywood, right? Yeah. But now his past is starting to catch up to him. Oh. Because 
there's a <laughs> detective or fed or some police entity, right? <laughs> some type of law enforcement. So yeah, exactly. Some type of something, right? Um, <laughs> is is catching on to him, oh. finding his, this trail. Oh, and has now learned that this person is in Hollywood. Okay? Oh shit! Okay. But now we fast forward five years. Oh, I like that. <clears throat> right. I like when movies do that. Yeah, right. Especially when it's unexpected. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like this entire prem- the premise of this entire <laughs> movie. <laughs> Okay. Five years pass. Five years. And now the time. struggling actor uh-huh. has become a successful actor. Okay? Oh, he's big time now. He's big time. He's Leo. Okay. Right? Oh, damn. All right. Not literally, he's Leo, but he's that caliber. <laughs> <laughs> he gets the role for the Titanic. Okay, got it. He, he gets one of the biggest movies, the lead role, and there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of media attention. There's a lot of. Uh, controversy because he had to, he beat out another actor for the role, etc. Whatever, right? And the problem is <clears throat> that the law enforcement officials could not arrest him because of the amount of popularity he had gained. Mm. Now I don't know where the hell I'm going with this from from this point on. <laughs> <laughs> you just need to end it. You're almost there. Just what happens? Does he get caught? Uh, I haven't he, decided yet. Give me a second. <laughs> does he kill himself because of the guilt? Does his wife find out and kills him because she doesn't want to be married to a murderer and she wants to do the right thing? Mm, his child finds out. Oh. So the the movie closes by coming back to this bedtime story that he's telling his son or daughter or whatever. Oh, my God. And... During that story, he admits to his child that he's a killer. Uh huh. And the movie ends there. Oh. <laughs> I really it, thought the kid was going to pull a gun out of the from under his pillow and be like, fuck you, dad. Oh, man. That was going to be great. No, bro. The sequel is going to be even better. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is fun. Okay. Let's see. Let's do one more. Let's wait, wait, you got to tell me how far off I am on the plot. Oh, fuck. I don't even know. I forgot to look that up. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Once upon a time in Hollywood. The plot is... This, <laughs> this is the plot. Let's see. Uh, okay, actor Rick Dalton gained fame and fortune by starring in a 1950s television western, but is now struggling to find meaningful work in a ho- in Hollywood that he doesn't recognize anymore in a Hollywood that he doesn't recognize anymore. So Hollywood has changed. So he used to be famous in 1950s in a TV show, but now he's struggling to find work. He spends most of his time drinking and paling around the cliff booth, his easygoing best friend and longtime stunt double. Okay, so he, he has got a, he's got a friend. Rick also happens to live next door to Roman Polanski and Sharon Tate, the filmmaker and budding actress whose futures will forever be altered by members of the Manson family. I, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck happens. They don't like tell you Charles what happens. Manson? Yeah. They don't tell you what happens. Bro, Charles Manson is a killer. Oh, shit, bro. Yeah. Damn. Well, 
Uh, I guess we'll have to watch this one. I don't. Is there like spark notes for this? Oh, there's a whole plot. But fuck, who's gonna read all this? <laughs> <sighs> so far, it doesn't sound like I'm that far. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, so you got you got that part right. That you know he was struggling, and then this was the opposite. Actually, he was famous and is now struggling. So yeah, I, but mean, I don't I don't know if he killed anybody. Can I just Google that? <laughs> Once upon a time in her Hollywood murders. <laughs> what? <laughs> Let's see. Yo, apparently there is murder. Aha. Yeah. I swear I've never seen this movie, by the way. Yo, that's crazy. Yeah, it's about it's about um, your boy Manson. Mm, my boy Manson. Let's not do that. <laughs> Let's not do that. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently, he had a cult. I'm just yes. Oh, cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, if anybody's seen the movie, um, maybe you could tell us what happens in it. Should we call my brother real quick? He's seen it. <laughs> This is not live radio. We can't just dial in. <laughs> You're tuned into. <laughs> Hello, is this Manit? <laughs> All right. Next movie is we're gonna do two more. Okay, we're gonna do Irishman, then we'll do Parasite together. Oh, there was the animated one too. Hair and love. Yeah. We'll do. I I'll do Irishman, and then we'll do Parasite and Hair Love together. I want to see how it would work if we build a story together i think that'd be funner okay irishman i've heard a lot of things about this movie uh who's in it robert de niro robert de niro's in it okay robert de niro robert de niro like from uh from meet the fuckers right bro how many robert de niro's do you know (laughs) no i'm saying like i'm imagining him in that character (laughs) Sure. I mean, you got to tell me what character he's in. Okay, so the movie's called Irishman. Okay. Irishman is about basically the the girl's dad from Fockers, right? So he's he's Mr. Fokker. Okay, so Mr. Fokker is original, <laughs> originally an Irish person. And it's, it's a story about him. Wait, what do you mean originally Irish? Does he change? No, like he lives in America, but, oh, okay, he's, okay. but he's Irish, okay? So he immigrated to America. Um, and so this movie is about him journeying back to Ireland to find his roots. So the movie opens with him being a typical New Yorker. You know, he's typical American and you know he's living his typical american life until one day he gets a letter in the mail which is strange and he's like what the fuck is this letter and it's a letter from a law office in ireland and he's like what the fuck and he opens it and there's a number blah 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 the letter basically said that he had some ancestors that are from ireland that left behind a sizable fortune for him okay and so he goes to ireland 
and he meets with this attorney and some of his old extended family. They don't know each other because he didn't even know because there was a fire. So, <laughs> so he has no idea that he has relatives in Ireland. He just knows he's Irish. Anyway, so he meets these family members that are like, you know, they're super Irish. They're like, who the fuck are you? You know what I mean? <laughs> and he's all like, forget about it. Yeah, you know. Now he's Italian all of a sudden. <laughs> you, know, you deserve an Oscar just for your uh, impressions. <laughs> They're like, well, what the fuck are you doing here, man? <laughs> Wait, was that Irish or Brampton? I don't know. <laughs> it might be Leprechaun. I'm not sure. Um, so anyway, he gets there. But there's a condition. He is the heir to this fortune, but the condition is that he has to come back and live in Ireland in order for the fortune to be his. And so, man, he has a tough time thinking about this because he actually has two girlfriends back home in New York because, you know, it's New York and nobody can stay single. So he's got two girls and he's like, man, what do I do? You know? And so now what he does is he ends up going on a reality TV show in America to have the two of them compete to figure out which one of them is going to get to go with him to Ireland and be the queen to his throne. And basically there's a series of challenges, you know, and um, the hot Latina woman basically wins, and then they move to Ireland and they live happily ever after. Well done, <laughs> extremely well done. <laughs> that was pretty much all original. I would hope so. <laughs> I mean, I might have taken bits and pieces from different movies, but. When I pieced it together, it was original. <laughs> what was the uh, game show thing from? From The Bachelor. <laughs> okay, so that you're admitting that you watched The Bachelor. That's good. No, I know that it exists. I don't have to watch it. <laughs> I don't right. have to watch it to know how it exists, how it works. <laughs> okay, we got two more. All right. Now well, do you want to know what the actual plot is? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me. <clears throat> yeah briefly please okay i'll just give you the synopsis of it yeah so the irishman uh-huh is about an irish guy oh we got, i got that part right oh shit i got that right too damn who never okay. goes back to ireland <laughs> oh damn okay. but he's a hitman for the mob for the Whoa. italian mob that's cool Okay. Yeah, and so it the, the it. movie pretty oh. much just goes through like oh, different okay. things he's done as a hitman, what he's done, yeah. like to, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an interesting movie. It's good. Damn, that is pretty cool. Why the fuck is it three hours long? It's like three and a half hours long, bro. It's like two hundred wow. and nine minutes. Wow, that's crazy. Okay, cool. 
All right. Um, <clears throat> let's do the let's do Hair Love, the best animated short film of 2020, according. Okay, ready. The movie's called Hair Love. You contribute Hair a love. little bit, and I'll pit, I'll chime in wherever I feel. Oh, we're doing we're fit. doing this one together. Yeah, we're doing this one together, and then we'll do okay. Parasite together. Also, this will be the warm up to Parasite. Got it. Got it. Okay. 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 So, Hair Love. Movie's called Hair Love. So the movie opens with a young Punjabi Sikh girl. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Her Her hair combed by her mother. Oh, you do one line, I'll do one line. Okay. Keep going. Okay. So. Okay. That was my line. (laughs) Oh, okay. So, uh,. There's a young Punjabi uh, girl. She's getting her hair combed by her mother. And then there's a sudden knock on the door. That's it? That's all you got to contribute? Yeah. That, we're just going line by line. It has to be. <clears throat> no, bro. We got to do more than line. Huh? You got to go more than just one line. Okay. Two lines. <laughs> okay, two lines each. All right. Fine. Who's at the door? Um, it, it's the police. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we didn't name the little girl yet, right? <laughs> no, we didn't. Doesn't that's not important. What happens? Does the police walk in? No, they can't just walk in. Jaspreet opens the door. <laughs> just, and then what happens? And the cop asks her, Hello, little girl. Is your father home? Ooh, she goes, Yeah, he's just inside <coughs> sharpening his knives. <laughs> What? <laughs> He's in the kitchen sharpening his knives, okay? Keep going. What happens next? She said, uh, the cops ask her, can he come to the door, please? She says, I'll go check. <laughs> she goes, Papa, Papa, there's cops at the door. They want to talk to you. What should I say? And he says, Cops? Why are the cops here? Invite them inside. I'll be right there. <laughs> the cops come in and they're like, hello, Mr. Chavla. We're very happy to meet you. You're the most famous butcher in town. <laughs> we're, we're, here to, we're here because we're running an investigation about some exotic meats that were smuggled into the city. Exotic meats? I don't know anything about any exotic meats. We don't do halal. <laughs> We're not talking about halal, Mr. Chavla. We're talking about peacock meat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> peacock meat. I've never even seen peacock meat. How can I help you? The cop's like, well, that's very interesting that you say that you've never heard of peacock meat because when we walked in here, we saw peacock feathers in your daughter's hair. (laughs) (laughs) So how do you explain that? Side note, this is like a Brooklyn Nine-Nine episode, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm confused, Mr. Officer. Uh, What is 
peacock feathers have to do with peacock meat? The, co- <laughs> <laughs> the cops like, we don't know, but we will find out. And when we do, we will be back. And then it flashes back to three months earlier. Okay, so now it's three months earlier. Go. Three months prior, mm-hmm. Mr. Chavla's in his butcher shop. Just cutting his meat as he normally does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> in walks a very mysterious man in a hat and a long coat. Oh, uh, when the mysterious man takes off his hat and big black sunglasses, it turns out to be a very beautiful woman. It's Julia Roberts. <laughs> Now, is it the actress Julia Roberts, or is the, Julia Roberts her name in the movie? It's the actress Julia Roberts. Okay, fair enough. But Mr. Chawla doesn't watch Hollywood, so he has no idea who this is. Okay, so he has no idea who just walked in. Yeah. Julia says, <laughs> Sir, I hear that you're the most exquisite butcher in town. Is it possible for you to arrange for some very rare types of meat? And he goes, no, 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 we don't do that. No, madam, what are you asking? Why I does have, he all of a sudden have an accent? I don't, you didn't give him a voice before. I'm just building the character out, okay? <laughs> <laughs> How are you going to be racist against your own people? <laughs> this is what he sounds like, okay? He's like, no, 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 madam, we don't do that. We have chicken, we have fish, we have... <laughs> I have a goat, I have a lamb, I have a beef, I have a pork, but I don't have anything other than that. (laughs) (laughs) And then Julia Roberts opens up her trench coat and out comes two giant peacocks. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, I am not going to watch this movie if it ever becomes a real thing. It's animated. <laughs> Still, even less of an incentive. Anyway. So these two peacocks come out, and she goes, I need these two things butchered. M- Madam. <laughs> <laughs> Madam, we cannot do this. We are a reputable butcher shop, okay? <laughs> I'm dead. Yo, this movie sucks already, bro. <laughs> Can we just finish it? She point <laughs> she points a gun at him and says, You better butcher these peacocks. And so he does. Or I'll butcher you. Oh yeah. Good line, bro. Good line. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> And then he he's crying the whole time while he's butchering them, just in tears. And then he gives them in a in a plastic bag, gives the meat to him. But he says, please, madam, let me keep the feathers. My daughter loves them. And she goes, okay, you can keep the feathers. And then... Considerate payment them. for the peacock meat. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes. Yeah, there you go. Now you're in the game. <laughs> um, I don't know what else happens next. I think that's it. So, it's, so something happens, the cops show up, and there's just a flashback to the incriminating scene. Got I'm running it. out of my I'm running out of imagination, man. This is why people work in teams. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, I don't think we have time to do Parasite because this has now been it's coming Wait, up on an hour. I can I can do Parasite's entire movie in one word. Okay. Coronavirus. Oh shit! Is that what the movie's about? No, I don't think so. <laughs> oh, you haven't seen Imagine, it. Imagine though. No, I haven't seen it. Oh me, I haven't either. Okay, yeah. Wow, that would be crazy. <clears throat> Parasite is Parasite is the fucking the 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 conspiracy theory your mom was talking about. <laughs> it's some guy who builds this. He builds this virus, but he's like, I need a way to deliver this to the people in the masses without being undetected. How do I do that? Wait, is this accurate? And then he's like, that's it. Bats. That's how I'll do it. (laughs) So he basically captures all these bats and starts feeding them the virus. And then the bats get, then he lets them go. And then the bats get captured. And these motherfuckers make bat soup. And that's how coronavirus spreads. Parasite. Parasite in theaters now. (laughs) (laughs) Also also at your local Chinese restaurant. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Don't do that. Don't do that. That's messed up. Is it bad that I've been avoiding Chinese food ever since the coronavirus outbreak? So here's the thing with that, right? It's like does that does that make me a bad person? So it's slightly racist. As long right? as it's slightly racist. I mean, coming from me, who am I to say though? You know. <laughs> but I will say, my yeah. dad was telling me that in my town, like there's a bunch of Chinese restaurants. Yeah. Not a single one of them is doing well now. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I don't doubt that, man. I don't doubt that one bit. And these are regular Chinese restaurants, amazing food. I can vouch for all of them. You will not get coronavirus from any of them. (laughs) But I think it's just like the stigma around what's happening, where it's happening, and things like that. It's kind of unfortunate that Asian people are being kind of discriminated against as a result. But Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Maybe I'll go to Panda Express tomorrow for lunch. Just, I would just avoid Panda Express because I've gotten food poisoning from there and I just will never trust it again. Well, there you go. That's why I don't eat Chinese food. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I love Chinese food. Yeah. But not Panda Express. <laughs> High quality restaurants only. <laughs> and I mean restaurants, not takeout. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. I got to get back to my life, man. I have a lot of things to do. All right. Yeah. What do you got to do? What have you been up to? I got to do some reading. All right. Read? What the hell do you read? (laughs) (laughs) I read shit. All right. Narcos is all fucking reading. That's all I've been doing. That's like reading a fucking book, bro. <coughs> I haven't done that much reading in so long. 
I'm calling that shit reading now. That's true. You do watch your movies with subtitles too, so. <laughs> yeah, actually, that reminds me. Yeah. Uh, a few years back, I can't remember what year it was, but when that movie Zero Dark Thirty came out, you remember that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when that came out, my brother, my cousin, and I went to go to the, went to the theater to go see it. Yeah. But I think it was opening weekend or something. Yeah. So the theater was packed, right? Yeah. So we walk in, we're looking for seats. The only seats available are the absolute front row. Oh my God. The worst. Right? Next so week. Yeah, we're looking up at the screen, and yeah. half the movie is in Arabic or whatever the local language was at that time, or Afghan, yeah. in, Af- in Af- uh, Pakistan, rather, right? Right. <coughs> And all you see <coughs> is all of our heads going left to right, <laughs> reading the subtitles because the screen is so big, we can't see it all in one shot. <laughs> That's terrible. It's like watching a tennis match. <laughs> Yeah, I got I got like two episodes left that I'm done with this season, so I'm excited. I'm gonna go do that. Maybe I, maybe I should not do that and go to the gym. But yeah, go to the gym. Whatever. Yeah. In the meantime, I'll get rid of this cough that I've magically come up with during our recording. Yeah, maybe it's all that peacock meat you've been eating. <laughs> That's not funny. Okay, cool. <laughs> got I'm it. just gonna let it sit for a second. <laughs> Got it. Let it marinate. <laughs> <laughs> Let the peacock meat marinate for a second. <laughs> Throw it on the grill. Oh, my God. All right, you beautiful, beautiful people. I hope you enjoyed this episode because we really had fun making it. If you want us to, If you want us to do more episodes like this and get better at doing improv shit, um let us know in the comments hit us up in the dms let us know as always if you love what you're listening to make sure to share it on your social media and shit finish trying to get paid i need to buy some new jordans i need money all right um also shop you going to miami like tomorrow on thursday or something i am going to miami so i will be on vacation from thursday to sunday and I'm super excited. I'm going for my boy's bachelor party. It's going to be a blast. I will come back with lots of stories, hopefully. Shit, you better. Uh, yeah. If you don't have a story about peacock meat, I'm going to be upset. <laughs> I'll walk into a random butcher shop with just two peacocks and be like, I need these butchered. <laughs> you might be the first customer to walk into a butcher shop with your meat already. Probably. <laughs> no no double entendres there no <laughs> oh my anyway. god all right all right that's it for today folks thank you guys for tuning in to yet another amazing episode of yet another podcast with your boys summit and Thunmit. we're out peace peace Classics. Classics.